Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday, July 17th, 2023, recording live from the Yay Studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have one, Bob Aldrich. Hi. <laughs> Hi. As well as one, Justin Moore. Low. Okay. And also, Trey Dishner. Medium. Yeah. No. 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 Middle. No. Middle, right? No. Yeah. Middle was a little. <laughs> Also, live via satellite, he's a creator with some of the best basketball takes on social media. Uh, I am a huge fan of this guy, and it's a real pleasure to have him on. Please welcome to the show, Jack, a.k.a. Jokic Joestar. Woo! Yay! Hello, hello. Hold your applause. Please, please. Oh, okay. Pleasure to be here. Everyone. Stop. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Thanks for being sorry, here, that Jack. Was a good, uh, that was a good centrist take. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always drop the ball, so I. I... That, that was good. Bad. Jack, uh, how you doing today, man? Oh, I'm not too bad. I can't complain. How are you guys doing? Hey, I think we're uh, we're excited. We're in a, we're better now that we're able to do this uh, yeah. do this show with you. This is you know a lot of times I get to say to a guest like, oh, this is a long time coming. Really glad we were able to finally make this work. But in this case, it's not. We emailed you last week, and so we're glad to have you. <laughs> we're glad to have this uh, rocking as quickly as we are. So. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, rate five stars, share with friends, and follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the group. Last week, we played What Did He Say? A new game called The Fast Break and the YB Mystery Game in which we found out just how greedy our very own Trey Dishner is. <laughs> Stealing all those points. Uh, it was a good one, so be sure to check that one out if you have not already. Also, go to yaybasketball.com. For exclusive YB merch, we've got t-shirts, mugs, hats, stickers, and hoodies with a bunch of great designs. Here's a mug, the first round draft pick mug, some good stuff. Justin has the My Man Timothy Duncan. Uh, we've got shirts and hoodies and all that stuff. So go to yaybasketball.com for some of that sweet, sweet Yay Basketball merch. Now, as you know, it is the offseason. And the offseason is guest season. And with that, there's no better way to get to know a guest than... The Scouting Report. It's the Yay Basketball Scouting Report. This week's guest, Jokish Joestar. <laughs> yeah, Jack. Thanks so much for being here again, man. I'm like, I, I was telling the boys before we before we had before you logged on. I'm I'm kind of like giddy. I'm such a huge We're fan pumped. of the videos you make and your content online. It is a real pleasure to have you on. Dude, hell yeah. I mean, I, I, I've I always liked you guys. Uh, you got really, I don't know, you, you were mentioning how much fun you like to have, and I yeah. feel like that's kind of an angle I try to take on social media. Oh, looks like we might have lost you for a moment. Are we back? Hang on just a second here. Brief technical difficulty. I apologize. <sighs> Jack, what were you saying? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I was just saying you guys love to have fun on your channel, and I feel like that's kind of missing from sports talk a lot. That's why I, I never take it seriously when I post stuff online, and uh, yeah, I think like having fun is the way to go as far as talking about a game. Right. Or, you know. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. Uh, that's definitely what we go for here. So uh, you mentioned your own... We, I mentioned your, you know how much a big fan I am of your content. How'd you get into making the content that you do now? 
Um, I don't know. I there was a long period, probably like six years ago, where I had a Twitter that is since deleted, where I was just like. I, I don't know, in, like, Bleacher Report's comments every day. Okay. Like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. And just, like, I would go, like, 20 rounds with whoever wanted to argue. And eventually I was, like, I don't know. TikTok really lends itself to, like, the longer-form stuff that I like to ramble about. And uh, I don't necessarily need to have someone to argue with in order to post on there. And so I just decided to, like, start doing it and – uh it was around that time I also like really uh, started enjoying the Nuggets and Jokic and everything. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I could just take this. I'll like talk about them after every game. And eventually I was, I, I don't know, I just throw on whatever game is on on ESPN. And so I'd start talking about, I don't know, the outcome of all the games, free agency, trades, the all-star game, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, it just kind of snowballed and everybody enjoyed what I was doing. So that was that was really cool. Yeah, definitely. It is awesome to, uh, you know, kind of be reward. You know, we do we like you said, we have fun. We we do nothing even remotely meaningful. Uh, No, we draft teams and that is about it. The the podcast, you know, we put a lot of work into But when it comes to the shorts. Jeez Louise. Um, But I I have to compliment, as you were mentioned, I have to compliment your takes not only on basketball, but like your social and political commentary is always on point as well. Uh, Did you ever feel like nervous about posting things that weren't basketball, given that like that's generally your niche? Uh, I mean, no, not really. Like I just, uh, the way I approached it, especially cause like uh, I didn't really have that many followers for a while. It's, I was always like, this is my page. You're going to get like, yeah. first and foremost, like what I feel like talking about. Right. And then you'll probably find some stuff that you like if you sift through it. I, <laughs> I don't need you to agree with everything that I say. I sure. just want to say it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, the yeah, uh, when you when you stitch a video and cut off some like uh, like awful right wing joke or something, and you're like, yeah, the thing about it is, as you're talking over like you know, Monte Ellis highlights or whatever. Yes, um, yes. The, also, this the, kind of in the same vein, the 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 series, the Hall of Very Good and the Hall of Very Fun role those. players. Those I are awesome. Those. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, do you? Okay, so I'll hit you with a question. Do you have a? It's kind of putting you on the spot, but do you have a favorite like? deep cut player like a Nikola Miritich or a Boris Diaw you've both made, you've made videos on both those guys anybody like that like a favorite kind of you know uh, off the beaten path guy I love Lamar Odom that's not okay like that deep <laughs> <laughs> he was good Lamar yeah. Odom was good he's off like, the beaten that path dude was that's a baller. Sure. yeah like just <laughs> in terms of uh Pau Gasol gets all the credit for running the triangle and he did it very well with Kobe but uh I think Lamar Odom a, a Lamar Odom fast break rocks every time. Yeah, no. he, that's a good name. I was thinking of guys like uh, 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 I was trying to think earlier because I wanted I didn't just want to be like, tell us yours and that'd be it. Uh, <laughs> like uh, Tony Roten came to mind. And then ironically, he popped up on Twitter like a couple hours later. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are the odds? OK, cool. I've been uh, uh, I've been like Manchurian candidated. Uh, OK, do you have an uh, this is something fun that I wanted to get to because this isn't necessarily what you do, but. Do you have a favorite like NBA meme or like internet NBA internet moment or anything like that? Um, that's a good question. It's come back around uh, the from like its first inception, like the whole top text, bottom text memes from like 2010 <laughs> or whatever. Mom made pizza rolls with James Harden. Oh yeah, <laughs> mom made pizza rolls. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> That's dope. That uh, I actually one. I actually clipped two of my favorites. Uh, my number one favorite ever is the Westbrook. What? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> I love that one. It's like, what? Uh, and then a recent one, uh, the LeBron not knowing the lyrics uh, to any song ever. <laughs> Yabba dabba do you don't know Old Navy. Yabba dabba do you don't know Old Navy. He was in the lab with that. All right, uh, Jack, let's get to the nitty-gritty here. Favorite NBA team? Denver Nuggets. Denver I assumed, Nuggets, given the name, that we could, we could guess. Let's uh, go. So you, you kind of mentioned that around that time you became a – you were mentioning earlier that around the, you know, that timeline that you became a Nuggets fan, but what kind of got you into being a Nuggets fan? Well, my Twitter, the old Twitter, it started out, I was like – Who's somebody that like gets no love on NBA Twitter circa 2016? It was Tim Duncan. I put on for him. Hey, and uh, then I was like, well, Tim Duncan's done playing. I can't really like talk about him that much anymore. And so I was like, who's like a who's like a niche guy that's like fun in the league right now? <laughs> and Jokic was just like he wasn't even an All Star back then. He was right. just like fun to watch. I was like, hell yeah, I'll just. I'll argue that he's like better than Carl Anthony Towns or whatever. <laughs> and back and like, then I'm, it was silly. <laughs> Holy shit. I've just written, it, I've written it all the way to the mountain. Oh my it's God. Insane. Great stock buy. Just in super early. Here we go. <laughs> we call that manifestation. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That is a, that is, that was a, that's a, that's a good time to buy stock in Yogic. Uh, okay. So we answered all the pretty much all the easy stuff, all the stuff about you. Uh, I've seen a lot of your videos, but I I'm still not necessarily sure that I know the answer to this question. It's the big line in the sand between all NBA fans right now, especially in the last few years. Who is the greatest player of all time? Uh, damn. Uh, I I like I I go LeBron James. There you go. Yes. And I mean. The future is now, you know. LeBron's yeah. still playing, so he rocks way more. You know, we can see him every night. <laughs> the future and, is uh, now, old man. <laughs> I thought yeah, you were going to yeah. draw a new line in the sand and say Jokic. You're just going to just go all <laughs> in. I already bought the Don't stock. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll, push him, I'll push him hard. Like, if we get into like, some dumb all-time discussion, I'm like, I don't know. I push him really high up, but uh, in terms of the goat, I don't think he's right there with LeBron James. Okay, so yeah. then if you're talking about Jokic in an all-time kind of conversation, give me your hottest Jokic take. Where's he rank all time then? Oh, dude, like, I think the real hot take with Jokic is to put him one spot behind Giannis wherever you have him, uh, because uh, I don't hate that big award, big awards. They're right there. I think Giannis uh, has probably been playing at that level for a little bit longer. And I don't know, like it doesn't make a ton of sense to me when people like just stack up their basketball reference awards and they're like, Oh, well, Giannis has these defensive teams too. So you could just like put him like five spots ahead of Jokic or whatever. I think that's a pretty hot take once you start looking at like who else would be directly behind Giannis in terms of like maybe Dirk who just had like a city on his back for 20 right. years or Dwayne Wade who did like a bunch of different stuff in terms of like being the first option and the second option and things like that. But yeah, I think that's a, a fairly hot take. Would you Jokic. would you put Jokic above Dwayne Wade? I think when all is said and done yeah, it's like as long as he doesn't like fall retire off a when right. yeah, like when this contract's done, he's like I don't want to play basketball anymore. I think <laughs> Dwayne might still be above him at that point, but uh 
like if he has the career we all think he's going to right where he just plays the old man game until he's like 39 and just dominates the whole time then yeah i think he'll probably end up above blade do you think best big man ever is on the table for Jokic? no uh i i think uh I think top the I was gonna make a video about this. Top five centers is really hard to break into. Like, <laughs> really oh wait, is. wait, 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 hold on. Really? We saw your top five big man uh, video <laughs> yeah. and top loved that. Five Whoa. big man, dude. We said that to each other in the group chat. Also, before we move off, looking at your videos mm. this morning, I sent a video. So I'm not sure if you know this, but Bob's like. His man is Danny Granger, and the video Hell that you yeah. posted. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Like, seriously, DG at that time, like, you're right. Like, and hey, we're from the Midwest, and you could have been an OKC fan when, hey, we, uh, we had Kevin Durant and James Harden and Russell Westbrook. No. No, sir. No. I was an Indiana Pacers fan because I knew how good that team was and how well they stacked up against those Heat teams, man. I was a huge DG fan. How'd that turn Absolutely. out for the Pacers again? Next conversation. All right, sorry. Uh, okay, yeah. Just well, a successful. But thank, thank, you, thanks, uh, thank you, vindication. Thanks for uh, indulging us in all those uh, those questions. It's, it's good to get to know you, and uh, we're excited for this episode, so let's just dive in. But before we get to our first game of the day, Justin, can we get an update on the scoreboard and a recap of our picks from last week, please? Can you indeed? <laughs> so, as it stands right now, Michael, you are in, gotta do some math in my brain, second, second place. place. You had the dream over the storm. Indubitably. Hit uh, by 10. Good job. Hey, Bob, you're in third place mm, with 3,300 points. You had the sparks over the aces. Who's in last? That didn't happen. I'm not there yet, but who? But who's in last? Uh, Real quick. You're interrupting the scoreboard. <laughs> uh, but I am in last place with 2,900 points. The, I had the links over the wings. And who thought he's gonna? they're going to lose by 40? Who you're thought that was going to happen? You know what I mean? Crazy. Uh, Trey, you are yeah. in first place. Of course Thank he is. You. But What's I it? bet you you mess it up by the end of the month because that's kind of easy. No, he's going to be in first by 3,000 points and be like, bet it all. How many points I got? 4,550 points. You had the sun over the sky. Uh, 2,000 points. Big bet paid off. Let's go. Uh, and the closest game, you I think, of all no, the games, they have won by 12. You got to get it, dude. I mean, so that is true. That is a very true statement, and you are in first place, and it's a uh, you know it's good to see you there. Yeah, you've now, been there a couple so times. Just for everybody well, listening, and also for Jack here, uh, Jack, your score today and the points that you accumulate will be put on the all-time YB guest scoreboard. Uh, now, holding a firm first place is Miles Durr, a.k.a. Water, who's a big TikToker and uh, Instagram uh, influencer, big on basketball and all that as well. He was here with us a few weeks back. Uh, he had 1,400 points in the episode. The only ever four for four guessed that player score and then bet his points and got it right. So he has 2,400 points on the all-time uh, guest leaderboard. So that is what it's at stake for you uh, today. So you could make a big bet, make a big swing, go four for four, who, who knows, whatever. That is what is at stake for you. I got you. faith in you. I believe in you as well. So before we uh, get to guess that player and all the other things we're going to have, we're going to open up with everybody's favorite game... What did he say? Not a game. That's right, it's what did he say? The rules for this game are very simple. 
I will play an audio clip of an NBA personality, player, coach, or analyst. It will be your job, Justin, Jack, Trey, and Bob, to work as a team to guess who or what that person is talking about. Each correct guess is worth 100 points. In the event of an incorrect guess, I receive the 100 points. Three clips today. Are you ready to begin, team? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. See? Free! Oh, oh, oh it's not, damn it. Wait. This is free. Oh. This one's free. Okay. Uh, who is Brian Windhorse talking about in this clip? They just, they, they need more because they haven't been able to keep their guys healthy. They need the star mm. redundancy. And, and, and they, don't, they don't have a choice of like seven different guys to trade for. This is a guy I think that they can get. Who? Who's Brian Windhorst talking about in this? And also, uh, he, he kind of talking about a player. He's kind of talking about a team. Give me a give me a solid answer, and uh, and we'll be Ooh. lenient. Oh, okay, kind of like campaign to the Spurs. Just throwing that one out there. Anyone? Any other suggestions? Yeah, I don't know if you talking about a star. team that team that that's been losing their stars that can't keep their stars oh. that really hasn't been the Spurs. Or yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, that is true. They did not lost because we're talking. I think they're talking about like what's coming up. I don't <laughs> think we're talking about a trade that's. So do you want to think the Heat lost stars, losing Gabe Vincent, sort of thing? What do you think? <sighs> losing stars. I, I think we're talking it's about a tough. trade coming up. Maybe James Harden or yeah. What do you think? Well, I don't know. Like it sounded to me almost like they might be losing like star redundancy. That feels like a key word here, maybe mm-hmm. in terms of like. Uh, Maybe the style of play between the two, or maybe I, I don't hate the Heat. They did lose a lot of people this season. For me, my mind immediately went to the Bulls for some reason, just in terms of like Lonzo can't, like it feels like a lot of people there can't stay healthy. But uh, yeah, James Harden makes sense. Yeah. Justin? Uh, like star redundancy. Star. When I think of ooh, star redundancy, oh. Who are we thinking? If James Harden's going to the Clippers, they can never have their stars stay healthy. That yeah, that makes sense. Really yeah, because James Harden mm-hmm. has because been in talks yep. with going to the Clippers. He yep. wants to go there. They're trying to make a trade, but they don't have any pieces. And Michael, our and answer are the Clippers and Clippers. James Harden. Or yeah, yeah. Clippers slash lame James Harden, right? Lames. Yeah, Lames, Lames Harden. Harden. If it's the playoffs. It's Lames Harden. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I think they absolutely should try to get James Harden. I think they will continue to try to get him. Yes. Well done. Boy, Jack. 100 yes. points to Ooh, all three of this. you. Well done, Jack. Good for you guys. Uh, as the days draw on since James Harden's trade request, rumors are swirling that the Los Angeles Clippers are in hot pursuit of the 10-time All-Star. While it's still unclear if the Clips have enough to match the notably high asking price that Daryl Morey has for James Harden, what would your thoughts be of the Clippers if they do acquire Harden and where does it leave the Sixers, Jack? All right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It does not move me if James Harden is in Los Angeles. Uh, I think at the end of the day, no matter what happens in the Clippers situation, they're like the hopes lie on Kawhi Leonard's knees. And that <laughs> is probably not going to work out too well if you're putting all your chips on something like that. I think they'd be a good regular season team. James mm-hmm. Harden can like really keep any roster generally like a float mm-hmm. if Kawhi or Paul George misses serious time but I don't know I don't like him and if he leaves Philadelphia I don't know if you guys saw that Embiid quote today yes and I was actually and I was actually going to add that add that wrinkle into this question but then I saw your video on it and was like oh he's talked about it we'll leave it out of there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bob, what do you think about it? If the Clippers, or what do you, what do you think if the Clippers get Harden? Uh, I if the Clippers get Harden, I think is the biggest if there. I, I, I don't I don't think he's going to go to the Clippers. Well, sure, but so let's just say if it happens, yeah, and he does, and then they're injured, and then they don't uh, they make the playoffs, but they're out in the first round again, and it's just it's the same sad story. <laughs> that the Clippers fan base has to live with every day that they wake up. And then the fact that they would have to wake up to James Harden news. Oh my God. Wow. 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 It would be pitiful. Golly, that's God. Crazy. That's like the worst news ever. Okay. Yeah. Then what about the Sixers? Oh, well the Sixers are fine with it either way. I mean, Daryl Morey and James, uh, Joel Embiid are best friends. I mean, they can just go to white parties together and have the time of their lives and whatnot. <laughs> now I Whoa. know what you mean, but yeah, let's yeah, reword exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they can go to the they can go to the parties. Uh, Rich Michael Paul, Rubin. Michael Rubin, thank yeah. you. Yeah. With Michael Rubin's That's the party parties. you're talking about. And, uh, <laughs> Not quote unquote well, well, white parties. parties. The parties dressed in white. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. But like normal NBA white clothing, people, not, people not, know this. Not, yeah. not well, special no, white. No, 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 no. Justin, what do you think about no. the Clippers if they get Harden and the Sixers if they lose them? If the Clippers get Harden, I actually don't hate that. I think that that actually works well with Russ. Him and Russ can run the regular season and let the two other guys really not do that much, and they can walk them into at least being into the playoffs. So they're not gonna have to worry about that. I think they would hit a seed. Um, I don't think they're a playing team, so I think they'd be a top six seed. But come the playoff time, who knows? But if you get in there with healthy Kawhi, healthy Kawhi usually, not usually, but can go win you a title. We've seen that a couple different times. Now, for the Sixers, mm. uh, if you're making a trade with the Clippers, I don't know what you get back. Because assuming the Clippers <laughs> keep Paul George and Kawhi, you're That's not right. getting much back for James Harden. So why would Joel Embiid want to be there? I also, I already think he wants out. I think that whole, like, I want to chip here or somewhere else, he's going out anyway. So I feel like, they're kind of run their course with all of it, and they need to figure out where they move ahead from this point forward. Maybe go get the best trade back you can now, for Joel Embiid. A, a couple people have, I hear that, and I, I don't hate it. A couple people have mentioned the, the quote from this morning. If people aren't familiar that are listening, if you didn't see the quote, he said, I want to win a championship, whether it's here or somewhere else. Then I want it to be known. He also did quote tweet someone that, that was criticizing his, you know, that quote and said, bro, look at my middle name, which on Twitter, his middle name is quote unquote, it is literally in quotes, Troel Embiid. So Troll. take it with a grain of salt, I think, but who knows how legitimate it is. Trey. If the Clippers get Harden and Russell, I, I think it'll work out if all the guys can stay healthy. But what, like Justin said, who are the 76ers going to get? They do have Tyrese Maxey, who is a great scorer. Um, I just don't see the Clippers giving them a lot of pieces. Other, I mean, Terrence Mann, Bones Highland, Marcus Morris. Norm Powell, the Norm, Norm Powell yeah. trade package. Yeah, he he would definitely be in there. And he's one of their two-way best players. pieces. Yeah, yeah. He, he is. Yeah. <laughs> but other than I, I don't think it's going to happen. But if, if it does – I, it could work out if they stay healthy. Steve Ballmer could, should give me all of his money. If you, they'd <laughs> definitely be a contender if these guys all stayed healthy. The Clippers, the Clippers, if they stayed healthy, they I. Well, but mm. yeah, but saying if it's if they stay healthy is saying like if climate change stops, like yeah, that's they true. just always find a way to be. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So yeah, I don't Correct. know. I don't. I don't like it. But and for the 76ers, I don't really like it as well, just because there's not a lot of pieces going back. So I think it's a little interesting that the Clippers' biggest struggles have come from injury-prone stars being injured when they're needed most. And they are going after a guy who, while he isn't highly injury-prone, has a habit of not showing up when he's needed most. 
Uh, Obviously, it would depend on what they gave up to get him. But I don't know what this... Like, this doesn't make them a top team in the West to me. I don't think that team is better than the Nuggets, Suns, Lakers, Warriors, or Kings. And it's simply because of their injury history. I, I just don't trust them. I've said this for years on the show, off the show, anywhere. Until the Clippers get out of Staples, I will call it Staples forever, they have the curse of being the younger brother. I don't think the Clippers stand a chance. I just don't, I, I don't know if it's if it's Jimmy Hoffa buried underneath or something. <laughs> they're not going to do anything until they're in, in their own arena, which is not until the 2024-2025 season. Uh, As for the Sixers, I think it's fine to move off Harden, but they need to get players, not yes. picks. Do not go for trade compensation. I'm not saying you can't because this whole Embiid looming thing, this Embiid loom, like maybe asking for a trade is looming, but you need picks. Guards. This is the last stand of the process. Like the process has lended itself to a top 75 player ever and someone who will be a top 100 player ever, in my opinion. A former, uh, 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 he just won MVP, one of the best big men we've ever seen. You gotta, you gotta make it happen now. Um, though, and the picks that you would go for are not gonna help Embiid win a title or forget a title, even get out of the second round. <laughs> Forget um, even dribbling because they won't have any ball handlers. Like, so, who cares? you know, I, I, I think you go all in on Maxi and Embiid. And I think you fully maximize Maxi, no pun intended, and hope that Nick Nurse can implement a system that Brett Brown and Doc Rivers couldn't. Um, you know, I've made it known that I'm completely out on Philly after once believing in them and, you know, trusting the process Jeez. and fully being in on the Sixers. I am out. I am out, out, out. I loved Embiid for so long. I've met him uh, uh, three times. He's a great guy. At least he was a decade ago. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I just I, I can't support the Sixers anymore. He can't. I don't believe that he can be the best player on a championship team like Jokic can. Um, and until I see otherwise, I I think the Sixers would be probably a fourth, maybe fifth seed, depending on what shakes out in the East, if the Heat get Lillard, if they move a hard and all these variables that are still to develop. They may lose Harris, too, because he's not happy. Uh, that's true. Yeah, And the whole Heat thing, I think that's where I was trying to get at with the whole uh, Harden thing. Hey, it didn't work out in Houston. You know, what if Miami doesn't get Dame? I legitimately think they would go after Harden. So I want to say Philly will end up with Harden at the beginning of the season, but I do think he will end with the Heat by the end of the season. Uh, Jack, any closing notes on this one? Uh, if I'm the Sixers, this is like my uh, yarn on the wall thing. If I'm the Sixers <laughs> and I lose Harden, I'm pulling the trigger on uh, Embiid to yeah. Portland for uh, like every young player Portland has, Scoot Henderson. Oh, they would keep Dame. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. Pair Dame and Embiid in Portland. I really like the uh, – that the Sixers get back if they have to blow it up, which uh, I don't really. Yeah, in terms of like getting a Harden caliber player back for James Harden right it's now, it's not I don't happening because he's a he's a free agent after yeah. next season too. Yeah. So if they like trade for him and he just has like a horrible season, he wants to walk in free agency. You essentially gave up that package you did to get Harden, and you're losing him for nothing. Yeah, yeah. I I it, the whole the whole process like it. <laughs> I, I sometimes this is a, not necessarily what we're talking about, but I sometimes wonder, like, if the Celtics had as many top picks as the Sixers did over that six year span, they would have been a I, in my I just I just think like competent franchises like the Sixers haven't been in so, so long. 
I think the I think the Celtics, if it was the Celtics or if it was the Spurs or something. Oh yeah. Like uh, they would have been they would have been a dynasty, you know, top contender have, for years. So we wouldn't have had didn't even make a draft pick. Anyways, okay, good job to everybody. 100 points to the three of you. Let's move yes! on to question two. Who is speaking in this clip? And who ah. is this person, sorry, what is this person talking about? It does not make the most sense to me, candidly speaking. Is it, Are we going to see teams try to lose, especially you get to the playoffs, it's typically the, the healthiest team that has the best chance. Now, I realize that there is minimal context as to who is speaking, but I also know that one person on the panel is highly educated on who speaks on podcasts week to week. So <laughs> as you as you would like, who is speaking and who is that? Per- what is that person talking about? Oh, Trey, you are more of the resident old man in the three because I first, stopped listening to him. My first guess would be Gabe Vincent. Um, mm. I I did. Kind of tune in, um, good a little bit. Was it really listening? No, it's not, like, I, I'm, I, now I don't it sounds, have that guilt. It sounds Michael, like his voice now. Uh, I didn't really. I can't remember exactly what was said, but um, it does I know, not make the most sense to me. Candidly speaking, is it? Are we going to see teams try to lose? Especially you get to the playoffs, it's typically the, the healthiest team that has the best chance. Huh. That kind of turns me away. Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> This is hard. I I haven't like uh I haven't been tapped into the NBA podcast circle in a good long while since except for Yay basketball. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Basketball. Haven't missed an episode. Right, right, right. Good, 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 good. (laughs) Okay, just double checking for sure. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Vincent makes sense to me. I really like. There's nothing here in turn. I like he says they might lose, so maybe it makes me think like they're uh talking about how teams might be load managing in terms of trying to stay healthy for the playoffs. And yeah. so I guess maybe they're talking, if it is Gabe Vincent, maybe he's talking about LeBron and Anthony Davis in terms of uh, like the Lakers getting to the postseason, LeBron's foot being okay. And them being able to like put together a run. Yeah. Justin. I mean, sure. Let's, I mean, I'll, I'll uh, you know, run with it with the feet thing, but um, I'm not good at the things. But wow. I, I mean, I guess I have no idea who it is. I'm very bad at that. Can we play it one more very time? Very bad yeah, at last time. Sure. One it, more it, time. It's like five seconds long. Last chance. It does not make the most sense to me, candidly speaking. Is it, Are we going to see teams try to lose, especially you get to the playoffs? It's typically the, the healthiest team that has the best chance. Oh, uh, tanking, oh. tanking. It's probably somebody talking about the midseason tournament having to play an extra game. Why would they want to play an extra game? Why would Jack they want to go it. for it? Why would they want to do that? Now, who's talking about yeah, it? I don't know. If so, that's Gabe Vincent. I, uh, well, let's just go with Gabe Vincent because I right. did think yeah. the subject matter yeah. was pretty close. Let's knock it out of the park right here. So, what's Gabe the final Vincent, answer? And then Gabe what you Vincent guys said. talking about the midseason tournament. Yeah, midseason tournament. Hell of an yeah. answer. Big news. Let's see. All right, let's welcome in new Los Angeles Laker, Gabe Vincent. Yes, that is correct. And let's see what he's talking about. In terms of the in-season tournament. Let's go! Well done. Teamwork makes a dream work. At the last second, good job. I do things. Beautiful. After the finalization of the new CBA, the NBA's midseason tournament will begin this season. Now that the details have surfaced and we now know how this is going to go down, what are your thoughts, Jack? You like it? You hate it? You want more? You want less? What do you feel? Um, 
I don't know. Like, the big thing I took away from this is it's bizarre to me how the NBA has essentially added two, like, two or three games in terms of the play-in tournament and now this tournament where it's just extra games and stats don't count. Uh, I don't understand why they're doing that. But in terms of, like, how much I like the tournament, I think it'll be entertaining at the end of the day, even if it's an opportunity to showcase like Peyton Pritchard running the Celtics offense while uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown or whoever are just like staying healthy on the mm-hmm. bench. I like watching NBA players play basketball. There are guys on every team who are good, but don't get a chance to like showcase what they can do. Even if that's all the tournament ends up being, I still think it'll be like a fun time. Bob. I um, definitely tune in to you know, Champions League. Of course, when my Tottenham Spurs are in there, they're never, God damn it, Spurs. Anyways, um, I think there oh, is incentive. Oh. Uh, come on, you Spurs. It's Tottenham. <laughs> anyway, um, the yeah, uh, I, uh, there is some incentive to play in the tournament, and I agree. Yeah, we'll see the Peyton Pritchards running the Boston offense. I think we'll also see the Christian Browns running the Nuggets offense and stuff. Like, we're going to see a lot. By the way, yeah. Yeah, of course, Jayhawks, Rock Chalk. Rock Chalk, uh, baby, course. yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> of course, Trey, did you hear that? Anyway. M-I-Z, baby. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway, um, but I think it is a great thing overall for the league. If you're complaining about more basketball, you don't actually like basketball. So, yep, big fan. Justin. I think the midseason tournament was a, a play at, at, at entertainment value and like importance on certain regular season games. Because if you're not going to get everybody to get so excited about all of them, you could at least make some of them potentially more intriguing uh, with the financial incentive, which I believe if you win the champion, or whatever the cup is, uh, mid-season, tournament. mid-season tournament, you get more money than I think making the finals, right? Yeah. But I also will say this, I lost it, it's gone. Uh, oh, gambling. That's <laughs> was. Uh, gambling. You know who loves gambling? Gamblers. You know who bets on one and done games way more? Gamblers. You know who uh, would like their bets to be done in December and not at the end of the season? Gamblers. Uh, <laughs> and it's in Vegas. Exactly. So it's a, it's a gambler's thing. And obviously we're seeing more and more advertisements with gambling and more of our partnerships with leagues and gambling services. I think that's definitely at play. I don't think it's the whole reason. That's true. Do you guys see the Good Ray Allen uh, Ray Allen Bet Smarts ad, whatever, no. that was on NBA TV during the summer league? He was like, you know, now that betting is legal, be sure that you do it wise. Like, don't like, mm-hmm. you know, like don't uh, don't get addicted and all this stuff. And the whole time I was watching it, I was like, brother, this is all, we are in Black Mirror. It's season seven. Go ahead, Trey. <laughs> uh, I like it. Uh, I like that they make a little extra money if they win, and if the. I'm I'm losing it now. <laughs> what is going no, on? I, 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 I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, a, cigar, I'm thinking about a cigarette guy being like, "Don't smoke cigarettes; no. they're bad for you." I got it now. It's I got like, it. You don't want this. So with the in season tournament, I don't know if it's still going to make these stars like play all these games because you know, as fans, you want to see these stars play when you show up to the games. Sometimes these players do sit, and the load management comes in. So I don't know if that'll help with that, but uh, I'm for it. Sick. I love it. Uh, so Gabe raised Gabe Vincent uh, raised the question of like, what is the incentive as well as a couple of you have mentioned it as well. So here's what it actually is. Here are the numbers. Each player from the winning team gets five hundred thousand uh, dollars. 
the losing team, uh, each member of the losing team gets $200,000. The final four, even making it to the final four, you get $100,000. Um, and I think that helps. Obviously, it's not a million plus, like we've mentioned, like, oh, I had the dunk contest, a million plus to the winner. Uh, but, you know, Vincent, Gabe Vincent made it to the finals, and he lost, and he would have made more if he lost in the uh, in the play-in tournament than he would have in the finals. Um, it brings something to pay attention to in the early stages of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if it's it, still if it's Milwaukee versus Charlotte or whatever it is, I'm not gonna like be like, ah, here we go, you know. But yeah. once the once it starts to ramp up and the games start to matter, it's gonna matter. And JJ was making a joke about it, like it not mattering on people's resumes and like, and how like, oh, oh, he's got three finals wins and and two MVPs and two midseason tournaments, two tournaments awards. And he was like making a joke about it. And I'm like, yeah, now, but ten years from now, yeah. it's gonna matter. Same thing with the- it will matter. Larry Bird, it, Magic Johnson thing. It is going mm-hmm. to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, just like the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals are going to make a difference. Just like once upon a time there was never a defensive player of the year. If there was, Bill Russell would have probably 15 of them. Like there, there's, there's things that have to happen for things to eventually make. Like the, the changes that take place in the league and the evolution of the league, this is a good thing. I'm a huge proponent of the midseason tournament. Agreed. How Give much- it a few years and this will be a mark. Uh, of team success during a season, it'll yeah. be it'll add another goal for for a team that is that is shooting for perfection. Mm-hmm. Like, let me ask you this: the the uh, for example, the sixteen the sixteen Cavs, they they won the championship, but they would not have probably won the midseason tournament. The Warriors probably would have won that, right? Because they were incredible during the midseason. So then, when you go, oh my God, you're seventy three and nine. Oh my God, you made it to the finals with this thing. Oh, you won the midseason tournament. And then eh, you choke in the finals, it adds like a lot. that. It add it will add weight to the regular season that hasn't been there for years. It will help with load management. Not next season, not the season after, but in a few years, it's gonna matter. I promise you, it's gonna matter. And I'm so excited for it. I'm a huge proponent of the midseason tournament, and I can't wait to get it going. All right, last one is a fun one. Uh, so so far, you guys are up to 300 points. Uh, and I have zero. Eh, bummer for your boy. But let's get to the last question. Uh, who is Gabe Vincent talking about in this clip? I just think he's one of the ultimate competitors. You know what I mean? He was talking shit, and we're down 10 points with, like, five minutes left. You know what I mean? It just, he just started getting into that mode that we all love when he gets into and uh, You know, I think he kind of just propelled us and, and gave guys like me a whole lot of confidence in those moments. And Jack shaking his head the whole time. He already knows. Already know too. That's Trey already be knows. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy? like that's not Jimmy Butler. Why waste time? Oh. First of all, about Jimmy, I I just think he's one of the ultimate competitors. Yes, well done, gentlemen. Yeah. Good job. Yes, of course, that is Jimmy Butler. Get escaped Vincent talking about Jimmy Butler. Uh, so we've talked about this length on the podcast here on the show, but Jack, you kind of mentioned it earlier. I'm just curious about your take. Uh, what happens in the Eastern Conference if Miami does finalize this Damian Lillard deal? Um, I think that probably makes them favorites. It's just like... I, I suppose if they give up just like, uh, I don't know, fringe pieces, if they give up Tyler Hero, who they were really good without last season, and they give up like draft capital, Jaime Haka, stuff like that, I think it what it really boils down to is how well they're still able to build the wall uh, to stop Giannis. 
because I think if Giannis is back is good for that first round series, I, I feel like Milwaukee probably still wins that. And so I think uh, I think that makes them two, like Miami and Milwaukee, like the top two teams in the East, like lock it in. Not factoring hard. in the Celtics with Porzingis at all? Uh, I, I will happily be wrong about Porzingis. Oh, he's got something. Uh, he's pulling uh, up. Hey! <laughs> The Porzingis yeah. bobblehead on deck. I'm big on Chris, I love Chris Stubbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I I I will happily be wrong about him, but like career year, sixty games. I like I've seen this play out in basketball reference pages for forever, where it's like this seven footer who can't stay healthy. He gets it done one year in a situation where it really has no consequence. He goes to a competitive team, and it's just like back to what we've seen from him for his entire career, and especially like the theme of big men who can't stay on the court in Boston with like uh, the time Lord and Al Horford's old ass. The I just time Lord. Good Robert Williams drop. Yeah. 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 I just, uh, I like Miami more than I like Boston. Okay. Understood. So even with losing Gabe Vincent, cause that's a big piece that they lost. And I know, I know. And but they Jimmy would... will make some undrafted guy into a 45% three point shooter. Next yeah. And Spo again. isn't going to hurt that. Yeah, I agree. Sure. I agree. I think that if they get Lillard, they're going to be a top team. It, it'll be the three of them. I feel fighting it out. Yeah. Also, it, there's so much still to shake out. Dude. Like we said, do the Celtics move off of, or sorry, do the Sixers move off of Harden? do the do the heat actually get Lillard like there's so many more things to still figure out in the Eastern Conference Cleveland Cleveland could make some noise that's who I don't think the Celtics have extended Jalen Brown yet not yet no he may get as of today no that's I don't know that's that's uh that's gonna loom over the team oh like it's like it has been for the last three years when every single time a superstar is like I don't want to be here they're like what about five years he has been in the shadow it's so depressing it it, it is upset shit or get off the pot there okay we got to get to a conversation about something I'm interested in and it's gonna be time for make your case all right 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 all right. Right. <laughs> all right. 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 <laughs> well, when the offseason rolls around, we start to get all these kinds of crazy who would win pictures with like four fantasy teams of Hall of Famers that could never exist. Or like who has had the better career, LeBron or Drake. Crazy, ridiculous stuff like that. And as much as I love it, I kind of hate it. But I did see one this week that uh, really kind of piqued my interest. And so I want to uh, pose the question to the squad, uh, who... Of these players has had the highest peak. The players are Anthony Davis, James Harden, Dwight Howard, Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Paul Pierce, Joel Embiid, and Chris Paul. So nine guys on the board there. Picking just one? Uh, yeah, picking one who had the highest peak. Now, I I went through each and every one of these guys' basketball reference and picked what I felt like was their best season, uh, whether that was based off of uh, awards won or just simple statistics, whatever. So I have some stats ready. So if you're curious about anything, let me know. I can I can tell you what what you feel like is their t- uh, is their uh, best season. Uh, Jack, I don't want to put you on the spot. So Bob, why don't we start with you? Yeah. Who thank do you, you think of these guys uh, had the highest peak? So I'm in between two guys that had the highest peak during one season. Now, I do favor one of the other guys because he was better over two. But in reality, of course, Joel Embiid's awesome. MVP, great scoring title last two years. Chris Paul, not offensively the way that I want to see. So 
honestly, I think, oh, if you're giving me one season, I'm saying James Harden. If you're giving me two seasons, give me Russell Westbrook. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, it, okay. So you're going Westbrook. All right. Yeah. Uh, just for context for the listeners, uh, Westbrook's 2017 MVP season was the season that I felt like he was at his peak. I feel like we could mostly all agree on that. Uh, he played 81 games, averaged 31, 10.6, and 10 uh, assists. Uh, and then, of course, that last game, sorry to bring it up, Jack, as a Nuggets fan, but that that uh, sec- that third to last game, the 50, 16, and 10 bomb uh, with the game winner, where he eliminated Denver from playoff contention. Uh, that is that in my mind is peak Russ. Like that Disgusting. shot. He never got better from that moment. I think after yeah. that it was unfortunately all downhill from there. Justin, what do you think about this? So immediately when you look at these names. Can we just acknowledge, just real quick, not that you're gonna favor into this, we should all acknowledge that you are a notably uh, vocal Carmelo Anthony fan. He's your favorite player ever. Yes, he is my favorite player ever. Kay. He's not the on my list. Okay, I just wanted to acknowledge He's that before out, we get started. So the, Jack knows, everybody knows. Yes, everybody knows. <laughs> so um, the first person out of this, Chris Paul. Chris Paul sucks. Um, yes! Second person out of this, Paul Pierce. Poops his pants, nobody cares. Damian Lillard, you've never been in this level. Hey, Anthony Davis, you suck. Hey, oh, hey, guess shit. what? Joel Embiid, you're a loser. We said it a couple weeks ago. Hey, Russell Westbrook, we respect you. You're great. Hey, Dwight Howard, you had no offensive moves your entire career. It was all lobs and bullshit. It's obviously James Harden by a mile and a half. It is James Harden as the highest peak on this list. Okay. Trey? Okay. It's Dwight Howard. No question. Yes, And the reason why I say that, hey, is because from 2007 for... Okay, seven this oh seven oh eight season to nine ten mm-hmm. eleven to the twenty twelve season he yeah. dominated he had twenty twenty and uh four he averaged like twenty and fourteen for those five seasons one season though, right five seasons five well, well so okay so okay, we're talking so, about one season well not necessarily a singular season but oh, who I is the highest at their Even, peak I, highest at their peak I'd say Dwight Howard I mean that that dude literally held it down for the Magic he he gave LeBron James a run for his money. Well, he beat him in a playoff yeah. series. Yeah, and like this dude by him, literally by himself, had Jameer Nelson. Respect Keto Turkaloo. Yeah. Okay, he wasn't by himself, but this dude was like 18 years old. Like, come on. No, now. he wasn't. No, not in 2009. No. He was not. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, like 24, I'm, I'm, 25. Yeah. Like, still okay. yeah, he's still young. What you got, Jack? I'll defend Dwight. Like, uh, Justin's take ethering this entire list. Dwight Howard rocks. Uh, <laughs> Dwight Howard's super good. Uh, he does not have a bag. Like, he can't create offensively. Uh, but he had that quote a while back where it was like, Jokic just gets, like, more opportunity on offense than I do. And I was like, okay, pal. All right. But, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Dwight had a whole roster built around him. He I I, I disagree. I mean, Hito and JJ and 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 uh, true Jameer, 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 and all these guys. Ran um, a coach out of town. Here's the thing. Rashad I did Lewis. all this research and sat and hey, stared at this go. for about 45 minutes this morning Matt and Barnes. still couldn't figure it out. Um, so here, so here's a couple. Here's a couple things. There's only three guys on this list that won regular season MVP in this season. Excuse me. That we're talking about. But there's only one guy, and I hate this, 
that won Finals MVP. Oh, on this list that we're I was about. hoping. It's not AD. I was hoping you were going to talk about him. And that's Paul Pierce. Oh, Paul Pierce. Okay. Now, Paul Pierce in the 2006 season. I don't think 2008 was his. Was his. It might have been his peak in the playoffs, but in the regular season, it was not. 2006 was his. Was his peak. He's played 79 games, averaged 27, seven and five, which you know we've never known Paul Pierce to be like some high high volume distributor. Um, but I unfortunately it hurts my soul to acknowledge Paul Pierce as like a name on this list. I I think I have to agree with Trey and say that it's Dwight. It's definitely because Dwight. of the defensive side of the ball. Because the only other player close to him defensively is Anthony Davis. And in Anthony Davis's best season, he averaged a steal and a half and two and a half blocks per game. Whereas Dwight Howard averaged three. Uh, <laughs> Two steals per game and three and a half blocks per game. He was defensively this juggernaut. And yes, they went in the season that I think we're talking about is 2009 where they made the finals run and obviously they got slammed by the Lakers. But obviously also that was Pete Kobe. I don't think that anybody was beating them. No. Um, and yeah, he he what he never had this like ISO game like Harden and Westbrook and, and guys like Lillard did. But I, I think I have to go Dwight. He was so our last big just, that we had. Well, Jokic exists right now, but, but I will you know say I this: I Dwight, how many points did Dwight Howard average that season? Twenty, and I acknowledge 20. that. How many points did James Harden average in this peak season? Thirty-six. Oh, thirty. Well, thirty, but then thirty-six is a comparable uh, average. You know, what so, are we so, talking so with about? Harden, wait, 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 with no, Harden, I it's a little know. tricky. With who Harden, averaged a triple double? For- Triple double for two seasons. That is true. Who Russell broke Westbrook? the records and who was actually the person in charge of who? an entire team and actually led in all statistical categories? Yeah. Like, yes, it's Russell Westbrook over those two years span. So you're going Westbrook, oh, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. You're going Harden. Harden. That's that, Jack. You're of going. Of course, it's Westbrook. I'm going. Okay. So the thing here, this is I. I saw this and I uh, didn't make a video about it because <laughs> it's hard and I didn't want to. I was like, shit, that's tough. Uh, I probably go. 1A Harden, 1B Dwight Howard. Mm. I think uh, I think if you put Dwight into the situation that like Anthony Davis was in in 2020 where he could just be like the second best player for a guy who matched his skill set really yeah. well. I don't know if that would be LeBron James or somebody else. Yeah, Dwight, I think Dwight I think Dwight there. Howard is capable Holy of a... Uh, yeah. yeah, I know Dwight was there. <laughs> he was fouling the shit out of Jokic every game for five straight games. But uh, yeah, like I think I'd probably go Harden. Okay. He had a good take there. I would probably go Howard then Westbrook because nobody's done the triple double thing like it's hard in Westbrook to me, man. Or Westbrook Harden just hadn't done much to me. You know, but his one season he was unstoppable as a Warriors fan. That was the scariest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Also, the other other thing is that Dwight Howard was Defensive Player of the Year in 2009, and he then won three straight. Like it was 2009, 10, and 11. He was the Defensive Player. He was was the last traditional big we had. So, do we like Defensive Player of the Years, or do we like? He's not. It's just an it's MVPs. just it's it's an undervalued metric, and the thing is, like, yes, James Harden was a juggernaut on offense. He had that sixty point triple double, the first we had ever seen. I remember being with the boys that were in my fantasy league when he had that sixty point triple double. It was worth one hundred and sixty fantasy points at the time. <laughs> I was shitting my pants. Like, he was on my team. I was floored. I was like, "What is going on? Unbelievable!" But he was a turnstile on defense. Like he was notably horrible on the defensive side Terrible. of the ball. Yeah. Like bad Terrible. on defensive, and the other side of the ball matters. So I'll give the edge to Dwight Howard, but again, whoever you like, whatever. 
Uh, After all that. Okay. All right. Well, that was make your case. Okay. We got to, we were already working on time here. So let's get to Jack in the Hot Seat with Guess That Player. Okay. Jack, thank you for being here for Guess That Player. We do appreciate it. We are excited. Here's how it works. There are four rounds. Each question has an assigned point value. The questions will increase in difficulty as we progress throughout the game. I will list you some facts and season stats of one mystery player, then give you four players to choose from. You have three lifelines, but you can only choose to use two of them. So your lifelines are as such. Uh, a 30-second timeout. Uh, you will have 30 seconds to discuss with one of your co-hosts here, Justin, Bob, or Trey. Uh, bench a player where I will eliminate one of the incorrect guess, uh, answers. Or scouting report where I will tell you one fun fact about the correct player. And most of these facts are almost dead giveaways. Uh, one, through, one through three uh, are typically the uh, reasonable ones. And the fourth one is almost always a crapshoot. Just a heads up. Okay. Okay. As we get into it, are you ready to play? Question one. Question one is worth 100 points. This 26-year-old guard averaged 28.3 points, 4.3 rebounds, and 4.4 assists last season while shooting 48% from the field and 38% from three. He also recorded his career-high points in a game this season. Your options are A, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, B, Donovan Mitchell, C, Devin Booker, or D, Trey Young. I'm gonna go Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Just launching, ready no to. No questions, no nothing. Final answer. Well, uh, I mean, Donovan had 71 this year. Uh, Shea's too young. Devin Booker had a million points a million years ago, and Trey Young is like 20. He's the same age as Luca. Luca's not 26. Good Final point, answer. Man. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Four young guards with a bright future ahead of them, a lot of opportunity in front of them, and also a lot of opportunity in front of you with a brand new guess that player. And so far, we're starting good. Hey, that is correct. Well done. Yes, uh, the scouting report on this uh, question was this nickname's uh, this player's nickname is Spida. So, would have been a <laughs> yeah. giveaway. Uh, all right. Are you ready to play question two? Yeah, let's get it. Let's do it. This 22-year-old member of the 2019 draft class was no stranger to controversy in the 2023 season, but he still averaged 26 points, seven rebounds, and 4.3 assists in limited games played. Your options are A, 
Ja Morant. B. Jordan Poole. C. Zion Williamson. Or D. Anthony Edwards. Okay. This one's a little harder. Um. Ja would not average four assists, so I'm going to cross that off. Anthony Edwards. I don't remember a big controversy with him. And. The limited games played, I think I'm going to go with Zion. Zion, final answer? Yeah. Let's see. Two for two looks good. One for two doesn't look as good, but the second question is only worth 200 points. You're fucking right. Yay! Two for two. Great fucking job. Anybody listening, yeah. uh, apologies for what's going to sound like an absolute hatchet job. That's because it is one. Okay, so far, <laughs> Jack is up two out of two. Let's play question three. Question three is worth 300 points. This 24-year-old big man had an up-and-down season last year in which he averaged 18 points, 10 rebounds, 1.7 assists, and 0.8 blocks per game. Your options are A, DeMontis Sabonis, B, Jaron Jackson Jr., C, Bam Adebayo, or D, DeAndre Ayton? All right. Well, the assists are too low for Sabonis. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. can't rebound, so 10 is not, he's not hitting that. Uh, Bam Adebayo is better at blocking the ball than that, and so I am going to go with DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, final answer? Final answer. Let's see. Yes, yes, there's only ever been two three for threes. Sorry, three of fours. And only one four for four. But that's still a ways off, so who knows? <laughs> Don't jinx But me. for now, we're a three for three. Oh, Let's go. Mama. Something very special is on the table there, Jack. Uh, the scouting report there was, this player has suddenly found himself as the fourth option on his team, which <laughs> probably answers that for you as well. All right, are you ready to play? And just a reminder, you have two lifelines left. You haven't used any of them, so two lifelines on the table into question four, which is, like I said, typically a crapshoot. Are you ready to play question four? Yes. This former UConn guard averaged 1.3 points, 0.4 rebounds, and 0.8 assists in his rookie campaign, where he to played a total of 16 games. Your options are A, Tyrese Martin, B, Jay Scrub, C, Trevor Hudgens, or D, Scott Blackstone. 
Ooh. Scott Blackstone sounds like a Yukon guard. But okay, so <laughs> I want uh, I want the scouting report here. The scouting report is this player plays for the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> you yeah, still have really that... you still have thirty second timeout or uh, bench a player. Well, I will eliminate one of the answers. So you can talk to one of these three guys about it, or you can bench an incorrect answer. I want to bench an incorrect answer. <sighs> yes, we will be eliminating Scott Blackstone. Oh, oh no! no, our leading candidate. Um, man, this one's rough. This one is. Oh, Just so you know, again, your options are Tyrese Martin, Jay Scrub, <laughs> and Trevor Hudgens. Are any of these guys made up? Uh, Scott Blackstone was. <laughs> I was going to say, Jay Scrub sounds like he would be mm -hmm. on some meme somewhere. That's a funny name. <laughs> Don't know if it matters, but uh, his last name is Scrub with two Bs. Mm. Okay. Um, oh, fuck it. Let's do, let's do, let's just do C. C's right on multiple choice answers a lot. So we're going with Trevor Hudgens, final answer? That's I... Give me Trevor Hudgens. Final answer, Trevor Hudgens. Let's see. Something very, very special on the table. Something we've only seen once before. A four for four. At one point, it seemed unattainable. And then Water did it. But Water will be the only one to do it. Oh, that is incorrect. No, no. Man. no unfortunately not. <laughs> so only uh, 600 points there for your guess that player. But still, a fantastic three of four, as I mentioned. Three of four has only happened twice, as is. So uh, okay. that's still something wow. to be proud of there. That was also my yeah. guess. I was guessing way. C2. Yeah, I, was, was, I was, was going to ask guess. if you guys knew that's what I thought. who it was. No, no that, that, that would have no, been my guess. So uh, yeah. I make the guess of that player, and the three of them do not. So he finishes with how many points on the day there, Justin? 1,000 big ones. Hey, that's not bad. Uh, and what was the, the all-time? Uh, what, did, what did Water finish so, with? 1400 on the day on the day yes. on the yes, day yes, but he yes. so he had 400 points on what did he say and then mm. and 600 in guess that player so you could still make a move in uh props to you and uh, potentially move up that leaderboard but uh for now let's get to that uh leaderboard and bet these points away in props to you but um Michael, you have 3,800 points. You are taking Danny Rick. Yes. To back on the F1 grid. On the F1 grid for uh, quarter two. I don't know what that means. He's Danny Ricardo. <laughs> Daniel Ricardo will make Q2, Q2. in the AlphaTauri. Maybe the it. worst car on the grid. Okay. But he's a premier driver. He will make Q2. And I'm taking that at negative 25,000 odds plus sorry plus sorry. 25,000 <laughs> odds but I'm going to pare it down a bit because otherwise that put me with 23,000 points yeah. so we're just going to go 25 times and I'm going to bet 100 100 points Sweet. I like it a lot Bob you have 3,700 points damn you are taking the liberty over the wings oh yeah and you're betting how many points I think I want 1,500 <laughs> 
1500. Yes, sir. He's pulling a tray. All right. Let's do I, it. I have 3,300 points. I have the sun over the dream. I'm at a measly 300 points. Slow and steady. That's how we're going to play this one. Hey, Trey, you have hey. 4,950 big ones. You've got the dream over the sun against me. How many are you betting? All of it. All of it. Oh. <laughs> Let's do 900. <laughs> 900. Oh. 900. Still a decent size, but I do appreciate it. Now, Bob, give Jack his options. Jack, I'm glad you asked because here are your options. Um, actually, I've got the absurd option for you because you want to hear this one first and foremost. It is actually a rugby bet, my friend. <laughs> Okay. So I don't know if you keep up with the, with the rugby league down there in Australia, but I have you with the North Queensland Cowboys beating the Parramatta Eels. Congratulations. And to pair that with Rory McIlroy's victory made. with the <laughs> Open Championship, you have the Northern Irishman winning the Open Championship in England. It's going to happen. Uh, those odds are about a thousand to one. So if you put any amount down, it's gonna multiply by a ton. You have a thousand points to bet. You need to get to twenty four hundred to be atop the leaderboard. Fifteen hundred is second place. I, right. I will let. Yes, exactly. That's what I was about to tell you. Is that you have if you if you, you're at a thousand, you're tied for third right now mm-hmm. with a friend of the show, John Bentley. If you were to bet no, well, you can't bet no points. But if you were to just call it even, you'd be tied for third. But if you somehow end up with 1,500, you're tied for second. Or you could go big and take the number one spot on the leaderboard with the props to you, Bet. We think. Okay. Um, I want to go big. I yeah, like going yeah. big. Uh, yeah. I mean, these aren't really worth anything. I should It's worth our lives. Don't trivialize my whole part of this, okay? Don't do that. Let's be honest, it's worth nothing. Uh, so a rugby and golf parlay is what you're interested in, of course. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds hundred ten percent. I keep up with both of those very closely. <laughs> Same. Mm-hmm. The face you made when he said it was a rugby bet is, <laughs> you were like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even that. It's the eel. As a mascot, that's oh, cool. I know the Parramatta Eels. Why would Parramatta? So he's ever taking the them? big one. And how many points do you want to bet there, Jack? Um, start down. What? So like a hundred would net me ten thousand. Correct. Or a, a, a thousand. Okay. A hundred gives yeah, you yeah. a thousand. Yeah. Hundred for a thousand, and I need. Let's do 200. That way, if it hits, I'll be number one. Yes, sir. There it is. There it is. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, Jack, <laughs> my brother, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us. We do appreciate it. Uh, okay, so uh, if you are listening or watching at home and you want to keep track of those bets, go ahead and uh, hit the link in the description of this episode to join our chalkboard group chat. It's a fun and free, free way to support the show. Again, go to yaybasketball.com for exclusive YB merch. We've got t-shirts, mugs, hats, stickers, and hoodies with a bunch of great designs. So go grab some of that sweet, sweet Yay Basketball merch, yaybasketball.com for exclusive YB merch. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We do appreciate it. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, rate five stars, share with friends, and follow us at Yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the ground. Just a reminder, if you didn't know somehow, we are recording live <laughs> from the Yay studio. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Which means we do not edit. We press record and post what we got. My sweet Jesus. Uh, Bob, 
What do you have for the people? What could I possibly have to say, Michael? I know you're asking yourself, and I'll say this only. Not only this, be sure to spay and neuter your pets. Next. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Honestly? Yeah, you know, and also rescue them. Don't get it from a, from a puppy mill. Don't do that. Don't do that. Sure. Trey. So, guys, not only is it uh, National Lottery Day, which <gasps> there's a whopping $640 million mm -hmm. jackpot right now. What is it, Trey? Dude. It's National Get Out of the Doghouse Day. Make sure if you're in the doghouse. Get out of the doghouse. Make sure you do something nice for your, for the partner and get out of the doghouse. Yes. Woo! Get off that couch, boys. Have a Poor good night. Girls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I looked up woof sounds, and apparently it's all puppies. I thought it was on Jackson. I was like, hey, bro, you got a dog out of there. Kill him. I think it's hilarious that they chose a pug, a pug like a French bulldog bark. There's there, a Rottweiler. Here yeah. we go. Uh, Jack, dog, thank you so much for joining us, my man. I really do appreciate it. We all appreciate it. I, like I said, I'm such a huge fan of what you make and uh, such a huge fan of your content. So it really is a pleasure to have you join us on the show. And we hope to have you on again and again in the future where it will not be as complicated and uh, you won't have to play guess that player every time. So, uh, But where can people find you? What do you have for the people? Uh, I'm on uh, I'm on TikTok. That's my big one at Jokic Joe Star, spelled like Jokic the player. Joe and Star are spelled normally. One word lowercase. Same deal on Instagram. I did make a Twitter. I have not posted on yet, and that is Joe Star Jokic. The mm. other one already taken. Believe it or not. So, yeah, I, just, I know. To, I was late to Twitter. Trying to do, cramp your. Do you style. think it's Jokic's burner? Oh no. Oh, dude, I wish. But <laughs> could be. Do you think uh, you think Jokic has seen your stuff? Uh, I I maybe maybe but uh it's really hard like I I don't think he ever goes on his phone. right <laughs> that's what I was gonna say like, yeah I, he, he was he posted from the Denver Nuggets TikTok account when they like won the Western Conference Finals and it was jarring I was like I've never seen this on social media before bizarre oh man well thanks again for joining us Jack we really do appreciate it you were honestly yeah, a pleasure thank you. putting yeah, up with thanks. all the technical difficulties and all that so thanks for joining us and uh, going three for four is something to be proud of that's a very impressive accomplishment here on Yay Basketball's guess that player. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, a TikTok comment that we got uh, from Jeffrey Sokol uh, for saying that Justin is in his cutie pie era. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, go off. Oh, blush, boy. Come on. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my God. And, Look at him go. And, he and, can't. Oh, oh, wow. Is that blue steel? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Magnum. Justin is in his cutie pie era. He is in his cutie. Oh, he is in his cutie oh, pie he's era. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Stop. We really do appreciate it. Uh, man, shout out to Jokic Joestar. Thanks to Jack again for coming on. We do appreciate it. It's been a fantastic episode. We'll see you next. Don't forget. Yay, yeah, basketball. basketball.